stories of the day. Understand the issues that matter. This is Manila Bulletin News on Web. Your quick rundown of top news in the country and around the world. Manila Bulletin, celebrating 120 years of timely stories and timeless truths. Be fully informed. Hi, I'm Barbie Atienza. This is MB Now, and here are your news on web. President Rodrigo Roa Duterte named former National Bureau of Investigation Director Dante Guerran as the new president of PhilHealth. His first order from the president, discharge all PhilHealth regional vice presidents, whether they are good performers or not. Our Malacanang correspondent, Argel Heducos, has this report. President Duterte has named former National Bureau of Investigation Director Dante Guerran as the new president of PhilHealth, as investigations into supposed corruption activities in the agency continue. Duterte made the announcement during his public address on the new COVID-19 quarantine classifications Monday night. Duterte reminded Guerran, who was present during the meeting in Malacanang, that the remaining two years of his administration will be devoted to the fight against corruption. Guerran. He, is, uh, the, he was the retired director of the NBI, Sigiran. He is uh, a lawyer and an accountant. So, palagay ko, sabi ko sa kanya, the next two years will be devoted to fight against corruption. Maghanap kayo ng mapakulong natin para may maiwan tayo sa kulong. Duterte likewise ordered Giran to sack all PhilHealth Regional Vice Presidents whether they are good performers or not. Duterte said those who refuse to be removed from their post will be moved to Malacanang instead. I want to say a reshuffle of uh, different uh, regional offices within the next uh, two or three days. That goes for the NBI. Uh, pati PhilHealth. Yung mga tao na ayaw tanggalin, bigay mo yung pangalan nila, I will send them a memorandum. I will ask them to report to me dito sa Malacanian. For his part, Giran assured the president of his commitment to rid the agency of bad apples. As a matter of fact, I was, I did not apply for the position because I know it's very it's a very tough job, but you know, as uh, just like a good soldier, just like uh, General uh, Galbis and the Foreign Secretary of National Defense, I'm also a good soldier. I'm one who would not uh, back out from a mission. And this is a mission. I know it's a huge mission. And uh, I am consoled by the fact that this early, uh, there, are, there have been uh, supports coming in. Duterte placed Gerani PhilHealth after he accepted the resignation of Ricardo Morales to step down due to health reasons. He is also the first ever certified public accountant and lawyer to become the NBI director. For MB Now, this is Argil Heducos reporting. Newly appointed PhilHealth President and CEO Dante Guerran is set to form a five-man management committee to conduct investigation on disbursements made by PhilHealth. 
Geran assured that those who have been found involved in corrupt activities during ongoing investigations will be charged in court and recommended for suspension. Correspondent Jeffrey D'Amico has the details. Duly appointed PhilHealth President and Chief Executive Officer Dante Giran is set to form a management committee at a government-owned and controlled corporation. The retired National Bureau of Investigation Chief said the management committee will be composed of around five persons but declined to reveal who they are. Aside from the management committee, Giran said he will hire or rehire 125 special investigators who will be conducting an investigation on disbursements made by Pale Health. The former NBI chief admitted being scared at the appointment at Pale Health, which he considers a snake pit. And then uh, uh, there is uh, Senator Bongo who told me that he will support me. Sabi niya, uh, Dante Tol, gusto ko ibalik ang pera sa, ng taong bayan sa kanila. At pag may naimbestigahan ka dyan, at saka may mga luko-luko dyan, putulin mo yung kamay nila. Iran also revealed that President Duterte intends to have a massive revamp in two to three days from today. Despite this, he did admit that not everybody might be included in the revamp due to protected positions under the civil service law. Giran assured that those who have been found involved in corrupt activities during ongoing investigations will be charged in court and recommended for suspension. Uh, I have to strike a balance between improving the pill health services to our people and addressing the perennial issues of uh, deeply rooted corruption in the field health. And for this, uh, sir, Mr. President, I would say for the, for, for another, thank you very much for giving me the privilege to serve our people. This is a privilege that is not given, that is not offered to everybody. For MB Now, this is Jeffrey Damikog reporting. The president made an appeal to landlords to be more sympathetic toward healthcare frontliners who are considered modern-day heroes. He also warned inconsiderate landlords who would still expel health healthcare workers without any lawful justification. Our Malacanang senior correspondent Jen Kabiling has this report. President Rodrigo Duterte has ordered the protection of healthcare workers who are being evicted from their homes because of their nature of work as frontliners in this COVID-19 pandemic. In Monday night's television address, the President appealed to the landlords to be sympathetic towards healthcare workers who are considered modern-day heroes. Duterte had to warn these inconsiderate landlords who would still expel healthcare workers without any lawful justification. At, uh... I will call their attention publicly so that kung sila ang magkasakit, huwag na silang tanggapin sa ospital rin. Parang ganun. Mabuti siguro. Tit for tat. Well, anyway, I'm joking, but you know, it's, um, it's something that uh, is not really a positive move, you know, that you are... Uh, 
suffering and we are uh, experiencing a lack of everything uh, we are trying to make up for the deficiencies and uh, luckily the philippines is able to at least uh, meet halfway of uh, what was the expectations of the people Yan sana maawa naman ako sa mga tao na nagtumutulong tapos pinapaalis. Duterte has offered to rent hotels to temporarily house the healthcare workers who have nowhere else to live during the coronavirus pandemic. So it behoves in this government to do something about it. To do something about it, we will find a house, a, 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 a hotel, a motel, na... Um, ang motel buhay yan. Ang hotel ang wala. Uh, but ang motel full house yan. Hindi naniniwala na COVID yan, mga animal na yan. Uh, hotel. Uh, tsaka we will, uh, we will treat you decently. Uh, the long and short of it. Parang tao ka. And uh, since you are there, I said, obligation ng gobyerno na tumulong. The chief executive said, these medical workers can immediately contact the Office of Presidential Peace Advisor and Chief Implementer Carlito Galvez Jr. for assistance. For MB Now, this is Jen Kabiling reporting. The president expressed his disgust towards irresponsible individuals, particularly those who completely turned their backs on their responsibility after fathering kids. Which is why the president wants the education department to give importance to the psychosocial aspect of the programs being laid out for the incoming school year. Correspondent Jen Kabiling tells us more. President Rodrigo Duterte wants the Education Department to give importance to the psychosocial aspect of the programs being laid out by the agency for this year's learners. The President expressed his disgust to irresponsible individuals, particularly those who completely turned their backs on their responsibility after fathering kids. The President believes these negligent people are to be blamed why there are kids who are deprived of having a meaningful childhood. Addressing the nation Monday night, the President unleashed a profanity-laced rebuke of the shameless men involved in family violence and child neglect. They, they, they just live together without benefit of a marriage, uh, create a family, maybe a family home. Ang mga problema nitong unggoy nito, kasi because they do not have, they are not beholden, unless those who are really with the conscience, Kasi wala mang kasal. Eh, iniiwanan lang ang mga pamilya. Y yan, yan ang gusto ko talagang patayin. So I want to bring the DDS here, pero mahalata eh. Yan ang gusto kong patayin mo kung pagkawalang. Diyan ako galit sa mga ganun. Totoo lang. Tapos mabugbog pa. Ah, kaya yan, pag pagdating sa akin, mabugbog <laughs> Because of this, the Education Department, led by Secretary Leonor Briones, disclosed plans to create steps in enhancing the mental health and the psychosocial preparedness of learners and teachers due to the effects of the COVID-19 pandemic. In so far as uh, 
um, yung sinasabi naming psychosocial issues are concerned, July pa kami nag-umpisa. Araw-araw we have programs kasi wala pa namang klase. Naghahanda pa naman kami para sa opening ng classes. In the meantime, yung psychosocial uh, aspects of skilling. Dati, Mr. President, may guidance counselor. Pero ang guidance counselor, para lang sa learners. Pero ang teacher, kailangan din. Ang, ang regional director, kailangan din. Ang undersecretary, kailangan din na ma, mabigyan siya ng uh, recognition. Oo. Na parang wala silang ginagawa, kundi magnakaw, maabuso, they are inefficient, etc. And uh, in the meantime, uh, uh, hindi sila kasama sa listahan ng heroes. Kaya kanina sinabi ko, kasama ang government person. The President recently directed Briones to boost health literacy among Filipinos to better understand, prevent, and respond to pandemic or disasters. He said the Education Department must ensure the people will at least have a basic level of health literacy skills to know how to effectively deal with health situations. For MB Now, this is Jen Kabiling reporting. In Metro News, internet cafes and sports facilities allowed to operate in Manila. Cash loans under Pasig's Tapat program to be released Friday, according to Mayor Vico. And Makati adjusts curfew hours. More from this report. Internet cafes and sports facilities are now allowed to operate in Manila City starting today, September 1. This was announced by Mayor Francisco Escomorena Dumagoso during a Facebook Live. Executive Order Number 37, which the mayor signed, permit them to operate provided that the venue capacity is only at 30%. According to Dumagoso, the said businesses and facilities are allowed to operate from 5 a.m. to 10 p.m. in compliance with the city government's adjusted curfew hours. Dumagoso also stressed that operators of all internet cafes and sports facilities are required to wear face masks and face shields at all times. According to Mayor, gym instructors, however, are not allowed to remove their face masks and face shields, saying they must be worn at all times inside the gym. Cash loans for the first batch of tulong at pampuhunang ayuda para sa tagapasig or tapat beneficiaries will be released on September 4, according to Pasig City Mayor Vico Soto. In his official Facebook page, Soto announced that around 2,000 applicants have been approved to avail of the local loan assistance of the city government. Soto told Manila Bulletin that the cash loans will be released through electronic money transfer service Paymaya so that it will be contactless. Pasig City has allotted $200 million for the loan program, which will cover around 20,000 up to 40,000 tapat beneficiaries. The curfew in Makati will be adjusted to 10 p.m. from 8 p.m. starting today. Mayor Abigail Abi Binay signed Executive Order Number 23 adjusting the curfew to give residents time to travel home from restaurants or business establishments. To avail of the travel window, residents must present a BIR-generated official receipt from the restaurant stating the time and date that they left establishments. The travel window, though, does not anymore apply after 11 p.m. Minors are not allowed to leave their homes unless for medical emergencies. Here are the top news in other parts of the country. Sandigan Bayan acquits ex-Isabella governor of graft charge but maintains malversation conviction. PhilHealth denies owing 521 million pesos to Iloilo hospitals. And Office of the Presidential Advisor on the Peace Process condemns killing of nine farmers in Kabakan, North Cotabato. More from this report.
The Sandigan Third Division has decided to reverse its decision, convicting former Isabela Governor Grace Padaca of her graft charge. However, the anti-graft court maintained its ruling for her malversion conviction. Padaca was initially sentenced to imprisonment of 6 to 10 years for her violation of Section 3E of RA 3019 or the Anti-Graft and Corruption Practices Act and 12 to 14 years for her violation of Article 217 of the Revised Penal Code or otherwise known as Malversion of Public Funds. Since she was acquitted of graft, the Sandigan Bayan ordered that her whole departure order be lifted while her bail for provisional liberty be returned. The Western Visayas Office of Philippine Health Insurance Corporation denied it owes 521 million pesos to nine hospitals in Iloilo City. In a statement, PhilHealth 6 clarified that its unpaid bills to hospitals in Iloilo City was only 73.7 million and not 521 million pesos as earlier claimed by Mayor Jerry Trenas. PhilHealth 6 further stated it has paid more than 1 billion pesos to hospitals in the city just from January to August 27. The state-run health agency clarified that it has denied a total of 149.2 million pesos in claims of Iloilo City hospitals due to technicalities including lack of patient signature, exhaustion of benefits, or patients cared for by non-accredited health care provider. The Office of the Presidential Advisor on the Peace and Process condemned on Monday the shooting incident in Cabaca, North Catabato, which claimed the lives of nine civilians last August 29. Eight of the victims were killed on the spot, while the other one expired around 4 p.m. at a local hospital. All of them were farmers. A police report said that there was no firefight reported and the victims were allegedly gunned down after they were waylaid by unidentified gunmen along the road inside the University of Southern Mindanao. Presidential Peace Advisor Carlito Galvez Jr. said, The Coordinating Committee on the Cessation of Hostilities and the Ad Hoc Joint Action Group are now coordinating with authorities conducting an investigation on the incident. In world news, Canada researchers investigating acai berry to fight COVID. In Mexico, free COVID-19 survivor tattoos for those who beat the virus. And the world's largest bronze gorilla sculpture grabs New Yorkers' attention. Let's watch this report. Canadian researchers are now investigating a popular superfood, the acai berry, as a treatment to prevent COVID-19's most severe symptoms. Past studies have shown the berry's extract may act as an inflammation inhibitor, which doctors believe could help prohibit the severe inflammatory response caused by the coronavirus. University of Toronto scientists Michael Furco and Anna Andreaza, who have studied the berry's effect on inflammation responses for nearly five years, are researching how it can be used to fight COVID-19. He explained that the extract specifically targets the same NLRP3 pathway as the coronavirus, which when activated triggers the body's response to fight off infections and stress. Results of the 30-day study are expected to be released at the end of 2020. A Mexican tattooist is offering free COVID-19 survivor tattoos to people who have beaten the coronavirus as an indelible reminder of the pandemic that has swept through the country. Oscar Morales went to get his first tattoo after seeing the offer by the artist in the northern city of Monterrey on social media. The 20-year-old tested positive for the virus and was asymptomatic, but worse that he was the one who infected his father, sister, and grandfather who was hospitalized. Mexico has registered more than 64,000 deaths from the coronavirus, one of the world's highest tolls. 
The world's largest bronze gorilla sculpture is installed at New York City's Hudson Yards, calling attention to the dangers facing the animal. Public artists Gilly and Mark Shatner have created a massive sculpture of the animal to raise awareness and funds for the critically endangered gorilla species. Two years ago, they brought a 17-foot-tall sculpture of three rhinos to Astor Place in downtown Brooklyn as a protest of the sale of rhino horns. King Yanni is based on the head of a family of silverback mountain gorillas that Gilly and Mark encountered on a trip to Uganda. They say they were moved to tears watching the gorilla exhibit empathy and kindness as opposed to the scary image so often portrayed. In entertainment, K-pop girl group Blackpink's new music video Ice Cream has set a second personal best record for the girl group in its debut on August 28th. According to YouTube, the Ice Cream music video garnered 79.08 million views in the first 24 hours of release on August 28th, the number three biggest 24-hour debut on YouTube. This is less than Blackpink's How You Like That music video, which recorded 86.3 million views in its debut on June 26. Ice Cream was Blackpink's opportunity to reclaim the number one spot on YouTube, but came up short. Selena Gomez and fellow pop star Ariana Grande are part of the songwriting team for the single and helped it in promoting. Joshua Garcia revealed that he has reached out to Gerald Anderson, hoping to finally put an end to all lingering questions surrounding the latter's supposed role in his breakup with Julia Barreto. In a recent interview, Garcia admitted his main reason for this is to dispel any awkwardness if and when they actually meet. According to Garcia, he actually sent a text message to Anderson. There were no reports yet if Anderson has responded to Garcia's text message. And in sports, Samaan Basketball and Pilipinas Executive Director Sonny Barrios said a bubble concept could be costly if leagues like the PBA would push through with such plan in order to resume their tournaments. The PBA is pondering the pros and cons of the bubble concept while Chooks to Go Pilipinas 3x3 plans to implement a similar setup if they can start their season on October 2 at the Inspire Sports Academy in Calamba, Laguna. But Barrio said the finances will be key if the two leagues will implement the concept the same way how the NBA has succeeded in its ongoing bubble. The NBA is spending $170 million for the bubble being held at the Walt Disney World in Orlando. National teams are still prohibited to train based on the joint administrative order of the Games and Amusements Board, Philippine Sports Commission, and the Department of Health. Barrio said the SBP is in no rush to have Gilas Pilipinas resume its training sessions. For our feature story, the Christmas vibe has come early at the San Juan City Jail, courtesy of paroles made by inmates. City Jail Warden J.M. Sabiniano told Manila Bulletin that the inmates make handmade paroles to give hope and light during these trying times. The inmates, he said, sell their holiday lanterns for 200 to 280 pesos apiece to help their families. The paroles are made of a used newspaper, bond paper, and colored cellophane. Aside from these, the inmates also make foot-operated alcohol dispensers from wood. Sabiniano said creating the dispensers is one of their ways to join the country's fight against COVID-19. The inmates sell the dispensers at 1,700 pesos each. Delivery is free within the national capital region.
Sabiniano urged the public to patronize the inmates' livelihood projects to give them hope, hone their skills, and support their families while serving time in jail. And those are the news on web today, September 1, 2020. And for more news and details, get your copy of the Manila Bulletin newspaper tomorrow or log on to www.mb.com.ph. And you may also subscribe to our newsletter through the link on this video's caption to have the day's latest news delivered to your inbox. I'm Barbie Atienza for Manila Bulletin, celebrating 120 years of timely stories and timeless truths. Join us again tomorrow. This has been MB Now. Be fully informed.